Welcome to the Five Dollar Bin Podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, and all that other stuff. I'm your host, Jeff. And a solemn Ramadan. A sol- <laughs> you remember that for The Simpsons? Because <laughs> no. that's that's how they that's how they did The Simpsons. They say all those things, and then they go, and a very solemn Ramadan. There you go. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff. With me this week is Eric, as you had just heard. Hey. And Amber. Hello. And we are finishing up our Christmas spectacular month of December awesomeness. Uh, yeah. So you heard my little jingle bells in the background. Merry, merry. Santa's going to stop by later. I That's heard. right. Well, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. So we're, we're doing our part. Oh, Santa. That was an awful hey, Santa. Hey, now. Uh, <laughs> you suck too, Eric. <laughs> I'm a girl. I shouldn't be a good Santa. I know. That's what I. That's so I was just pointing. Hey. You know what? I was complimenting you there. I hate you right now. Hey, I said you're an awful Santa. If you want to vote, you got to have a good Santa too. All right. That's how it works. Mm. Equal opportunities for everybody. All right. <laughs> I do. I do that, a pretty did, good. They, they really I went for all those things. They did voting, plain Santa. You know, <laughs> just hey, women's rights. Women's, women's rights. Hey, right there. If you want it, equal I do. I do lots of good. Impressions I will get of, of males of male of actors males. with higher tones in their voice, but not necessarily. Oh, that's that's creepy. Yep. Right? See. So, all right. This week we are doing Christmas with the Cranks. Wow, that's all I'm going to say about this movie. Let's get started with the plot. <laughs> Wait. Wait. There, there was what? a plot. There was a plot. Hold yeah. on a second. Apparently, according to IMDb, there was a plot. Well, there has to be a plot, otherwise they can't promote the movie. That's Well, according to IMDb, this is the plot that they decided was applicable for this one. No, no, no. With their daughter away, <laughs> her parents decide one. to skip Christmas altogether until she decides to come home, causing an uproar when they have to go to ce- when they have to celebrate the holidays at the last minute. Well, that, that does sum it up. <laughs> that sums it up real quick in one sentence. Um, this film, ladies and gentlemen, currently holds a 5% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Eric, what is your background with this film? Well, I haven't seen it, and there's a reason. So this is my first and probably last. <laughs> no, no, not probably. Last time there seeing it. Yeah. Amber? You know, I think I maybe had run across it on TV at some point. Okay. Um. You know, oh, yeah. in the middle of like an ABC family, 25 days of Christmas type thing mm-hmm. and caught a little bit of it, but that's about it. I'm with Eric. I managed to avoid this somehow. I actually got this one confused when I popped it in with that Matthew Broderick, Danny DeVito deck the halls. I think it was where they're battling each other for Christmas. Oh, you yeah, that one? neighbors. It kind of came out around the same time oh. as this one. But I thought th- I thought we were having a battle, like a Christmas <laughs> battle for some reason, and that was clearly not the case in this. Did you know did you know this was a book? No. Okay. But but here here's the thing. Here's the thing. By the late great John Grisham, he wrote this book. What? I am not no. crapping you. It was called Skipping Christmas. John Grisham wrote this book under be, a pseudonym maybe uh no john grisham i am looking at it right now i can purchase it for 
a dollar ninety nine. Thank God. <laughs> uh, skipping Christmas and it's imagine a year with no, without Christmas. No crowded malls. No comfy office parties. No fruitcakes. No one. That's just what Luther and Nora Crank had in mind when they decided wow. this once they'll skip Christmas altogether. John Grisham. Now that's a book I'd never read. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> But I might read it because he did it. But then if you read it and then you're like, oh, they made this flaming pile of crap out of it. <laughs> Real, wow. Does, does that give a whole new definition to this does. movie? I mean, It, it kind it, of does. but It doesn't I, make it, it any better. It doesn't? No, it brings more questions than answers. <laughs> yep. When, did, when was the book released? Uh, the book came out in, I think it was, oh, don't quote me on it, 09. Those of you that actually are, are fact oh, checkers. Nine. No, no, publication date, 01. 01. Okay, so oh, okay. three years Sorry, because this is 2004. Wow, but someone, saw, someone read the book and thought <laughs> three years later, well, think let's of, make this think a faster, faster movie. Think faster, of, because well, yeah. they read the book, because no, no, you got to green light it like two true. years. That's true. Think, think, think of all the great John Grisham, like, Rainmaker, man. Rainmaker, The oh. Firm. I mean, seriously, great movies, mm-hmm. great, great acting, great books. But notice it didn't say John Grisham's The Firm. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't John Grisham's Christmas, Christmas with, with the, the Cranks. People would have been like, oh, that guy? What? Yeah. Is there some kind of law office? Is there? <laughs> yeah. Where's the legal analysis in I, this film? He, he's an accountant, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's not even a... He's no, not even, he's an right. accountant. If he was a lawyer, I would have been at least a little bit like, oh, well, you know, it's a law film. No. No. No, not at all. No. But seriously. So, all right, let's uh, let's get into the cast in this steamer. Uh, I, we'll just do we'll just do a couple of them. Uh, Tim Allen as Luther Crank. Yeah, I don't think so, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how I felt about this the movie. Whole movie. The whole movie. I mean, yeah. what other than Toy Story being Buzz Lightyear? What has he been super successful at? I did like three versions of the Santa Claus right there. We're going to talk about that later. Alrighty. But was two and three successful? Home, home improvement. I mean, home improvement. That's how that's I. Really that's how I think most people know him. And pure Michigan. You know, other than that, <laughs> he's the voice of Michigan. I mean, when yeah. I think of Michigan, I think the of leaves Tim. are falling down and it's fall time. I mean, again. we're 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 from the Midwest here. We're in the Chicago area, so we just get. Pounded with pure go, go, Michigan. Pure Michigan. <laughs> you know, Michigan's great. I'm not going to lie. And Tim, <laughs> Tim Allen. <laughs> if You're not did, going to Michigan this fall? <laughs> why, I don't think so, Tim. Why didn't they capitalize on that noise? Good one. Amber. Thank you. Because huh? I think it's uh, uh, copyrighted. But <laughs> 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 Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He bought the rights to He did. That's why he's not working That's anymore. right. <laughs> There's a lot of other reasons he's not working. <laughs> Mainly being I'll Be Home for Christmas starring oh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, woof. Woo! From the Wayback Machine. That's another one that could go on the burner. Oh, oh we're going to, yeah. I, again, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas movies later, but we'll mention that one. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis as Nora Crane. I wanted to punch her in the face. Her character was so frustrating to me. She, dude, she was so giddy. And, and like, whiny and like just ah. For me, I you know I just watched True Lies. I've got like free HBO for three months, so because I switched to a new cable provider, so it's like True Lies is on constantly. So this is one of those movies where it's like, oh, True Lies, I'll put it on. 
She was really good in that film. She was. And it's like, and what I, the heck happened? I generally like Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't mind her. Uh, she's, I don't know. I, I don't mind her either. I like I, her I, generally. I don't, I don't, I'll put it this way. I don't go to see films because she's in them. No. Nor do I avoid films because she's in them. I think, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. There you go. I really could not stand this character. Has she been in anything recently? I don't know. I mean, I just just haven't seen a film with her in it recently. I mean, I could obviously look it up. But, I mean, I'm immediately going to think... Freaky Friday? That was a long time ago. But, I mean, she was... When she was top billed. Right. And she was kind of the... All right. I mean, I know you guys haven't seen it, but she was the girl in the Halloween movies. Yes, obviously. Yes. So I, I, mean, I know that, even though I don't watch those. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like, she was kind of an inact, an it actress for a while. Yeah, she's done a lot of TV episodes recently. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know. You guys probably don't watch it, but New Girl. It's one of my favorites. Oh, she's a New Girl. She she is. She's uh, Zoe Deschanel's mom. Okay. Oh, okay. And. In some ways, she's kind of a mixture between True Lies and Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna put it. So, is she the mom? Does she take take after Zoe for being cute for being cute? Like, oh, yes, look at me, aren't I cute? Kind yes, of yeah, okay. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Zoe, I could see that. That's how she is. I'm cute for being cute. Well, she I'm is cute. She is. She's adorable. Yeah. So, Jamie. All right. Let's get into. The uh, other top build, Dan Aykroyd as Vic Frohmeyer. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Sausage King of this, Chicago. Frohmeyer. Yeah, he just... It is, it is a Chicago it is, film. It's well, set, it set in Chicago it area. Is, they they drove by the skyline once. So what, so what town do you think this is? Geneva? Oh, man. No, I I, if Geneva. I were to place it, I would say it's a North Shore town. Yeah, maybe. Skokie. But see, even yeah, I'd go what, that. I'd go that way. What no. gave it away for me was when they were in the mall. It was clearly not Woodfield. No, it wasn't. And it was clearly not a mall that's around here. So well, there was palm I'm, trees in the mall. I'm sure it's well, Toronto. There are palm or, trees in every mall. I was going to say, I think there are palm trees <laughs> in every know, mall. I'm, just <laughs> I, I'm sure this was a, a Toronto-based. It's not like film. the not like the league when they're like in Chicago. It's oh like my there gosh. are no palm trees no, in Chicago. No. <laughs> Palm trees don't last because there has never been a league episode where there's snow outside, and it was like the bulk <laughs> of the league is set in I don't know Christmas time, you know, not winter time, fall. You well, know. they basically send two guys out to Chicago to get shots of the L of, going of by, Gibsons and the L <laughs> going by, and that's it. That's it. There we go. And maybe like a boat, like oh, it's the Chicago River. We're in Chicago, just so you guys are aware. And Gibsons does not look like that. Well, it's not a bar. It's it's, right. it's a steakhouse. Just so you know, a really nice one. If they're hanging out at Gibson's, these guys must all have like stupid high jo- pain jobs. Seriously, Seriously. Taco's well, they, they not do. buying things <laughs> at, Gibson. at Gibson's. I'm just warning a you. A nine dollar beer. All right, all right. As you can tell, this movie sucks so much. We're talking about <laughs> hey, other movies. He's we're just talking about TV here. He's got, <laughs> hey, it's his Eskimo brothers. That's right. He gets hooked up by That's that. Right. All right. So Dan Aykroyd. I mean, he is side character du jour these days. I mean, he's he's not. Trading Places, Ghostbusters. Have you seen him? I mean, he's just Have you seen bad. what he looks like now? Just, he's just bad. Well, and this was even 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's just, it's not working for him. No. I mean, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Dan. Beloved Chicago guy. <laughs> 
Not <laughs> not digging you anymore. Uh, so, all right, let's move on. There's a couple other actors in There's this. A lot of actors, like in bit it. actors in this, but they're all awful, awful people. Um, so let's start off with the plot of this movie. So Blair, that Blair is uh, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. She gets dropped off at the airport shortly after Thanksgiving because she's joining the Peace Corps. Who the heck joins the Peace Corps anymore? That's such like a 70s, 80s thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, if I can't say the R word, you can't get in trouble with the Peace Corps, man. That's, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know who joins the Peace Corps yeah. anymore. I've yeah. not heard of a single Okay, person. I, I, will, I will say this, though. I did have a friend that he's maybe five years older than me, but he was actually in the Peace Corps. So, I mean, we're, you know, we're in our thirties, so. But it's not something that you do, that you hear a lot about. You know what I mean? Like, choose something like you're going on a Red Cross trip to Africa. You're doing Doctors Without Borders. You know, what? <laughs> something like that. I will, so, I will say this, though. It is kind of interesting if she is joining the Peace Corps, that she came back a month later. Oh, because I don't they think would, they would. They, they would have been like, "Oh, you, you, you can't do, do that." that. No. There's no way. You, you're there. As far as I know, you're there for like a year at Sorry. least. That's when I stopped believing this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Suspend reality. Here. Yeah, it was no. like she's coming back from the Peace Corps after a month. We'll yeah, talk about the super unbelievable the hussy that is this daughter. Holy cow! Um, <laughs> but yeah, the what an odd choice. I now. Now, since you mentioned that Grisham did this, I could see him doing him making that because he was much, much older. Okay, mm-hmm. and so that's how he was connecting and saying that. But if you're talking about 2004, nobody is joining the Peace Corps, or if they are, you're not making it a part of your your motion picture. Well, they had to give some reason that she'd be gone for an extended period right. of time, but you you're could right. do. I mean, okay, there are a lot of other ways to I do agree. it. They're okay. They're they they're heavy in their Catholic faith. It seems not heavy, but they go to Catholic church. Couldn't you say she's going to be a missionary for a year or going to help? There was an earthquake somewhere, and she's going to help them. I mean, there's got to be something or that you could do that's not Peace Corps. She's studying abroad. Studying abroad. That's that's a great one. Because then she has an excuse to come home at Christmas. Then you've got, or that that would give me a real life situation where yes, she can come home after a month. She's been gone for like a month, but then she decides to come home for a few days. Yep, ten days. Yep, I, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I Amber, you hit it right on the head. Studying abroad, that's what it should have been, but it's not. And John he, Grisham, do you hear this? <laughs> John Grisham. Yes, Jeff. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> I'd say now that he's gone, they're going to burn that book. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Skipping Christmas. <laughs> Skipping Christmas. I don't want that. All right. So we get th- this movie tries to have little gags and it falls flat on its face. That's kind of the gag, though. The first one is Tim Allen getting wet, getting hot chocolate. Or not, I'm sorry, white chocolate. White chocolate. He's supposed to go to the store, and it's raining really bad. Which, okay, it does do that in Chicago. It does. You know, because it could either snow real bad or rain, because the weather's kind of 
can be mild here in the winter. So I, I believed that. I'm like, okay, thank you for so at least s- making that. We still have Jeff. We, you still we have still him. believing. Because like, as a Chicago area person, I'm sitting here going, yeah, it does rain that bad around Christmas. It, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he goes in and he gets soaked. And then he, he comes back in the car and... Jamie Lee Curtis is like, well, you know, you didn't get the, you didn't get the white chocolate. So then he's got to go back, and he gets soaked again, and then he knocks over some awning, and then it all just comes down on this. I, I, this is how I wrote it, hilarious. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. But that sums up the whole movie. Yes, that's your. This is your first gag in this film. Mm-hmm. Your major. I wouldn't say major blockbuster, but they spent a lot of money on this, and I mm. think we're trying to bank on this. That's your first gag. It fell really flat. So Tim Allen gets this idea that he and his wife should go on vacation since their daughter's gone for the holidays. All right. Not horrible. You know, it's, you know, hey, your your kid's gone for the first time. What was she, 24, 23, something like that? Something like so that. they're like, hey, the first time in however 20-some years... We don't have a kid, so we. She didn't go away to college either. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I well, she would have come home for breaks. That's true. She would have come home for breaks. So, the first time they're going to go away for ten days, which they should. Right. You know, you spend twenty years being rah 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 Christmas for your kid. Hey, go away for. I know my parents always try to go away somewhere in between, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, for a couple weeks down to Florida. Good for you guys. You don't have any kids in the house. Go Do for it. it. <laughs> have fun. Um, but everyone is shocked. <laughs> and I wrote that like big bull letters shocked that these two people are skipping Christmas. And not everybody in their neighborhood. Everybody in freaking Chicago apparently knows who these people are and are just appalled that it, they're skipping it Christmas. It even makes the paper. Yes, the, the daily, the suburb, or the yeah. daily suburb, the daily suburban. I don't know what it is. I, I guess I didn't. Know, there was that scene where he's walking around handing out the pieces of paper to people at work. Who the cares? I mean, serious. Well, and who in two thousand four? Who was writing memos <laughs> and like paper memos? <laughs> well, a company blasting, letterhead. Blast an email. You know, does, I gotta like, ask you this: Does does the Jewish guy have to walk around and hand out papers to that guy's on celebrating right, Christmas? There you, go. <laughs> you know, what I mean? or, or the atheist gentleman? Well, guys, I don't believe in anything, so just don't do anything for me. You and know? the people were just super offended and like took it really personally. And I just am thinking, who cares? And especially, you're talking again. I think this is an old way of thinking, but this is 2004, which I think when Grisha may have written this, and I don't know. Again, I don't know what's in the book, but. This could be you, you live you work in an office complex. Not everybody celebrates Christmas. Right. Okay. And yes, you might be the guy who the Christmas guy. I think that's what they were trying to put off. Like they are the Christmas family and they give out presents and they give it and, and the They back have and the forth. big party and they're the Christmas yeah. people. Totally fine. I get that. But people are calling him Scrooge and bah humbug to him because and at one point his secretary makes a comment that oh so I guess I'm going to have to buy my own cheap bottle of perfume from Walmart screw you lady like I'm sorry okay so you yeah. really didn't like my bottle really? of perfume from Walmart then I'm glad I'm not giving it to you yeah. you know 
Tell me how you really feel. But if you were looking at how much he was saying he spent, it was over over six thousand dollars. Who spends that much money? I okay, but this guy. Yeah. All right. That's insane. I think we should all do the math, though, because I mean, <laughs> we as a family, we a couple years ago we did all the kind of lights outside. We looked at our electric bill, and it was about quadruple what it was normally. Then you look at how many kids are you buying stuff for. These guys weren't buying just presents for kids. He was probably buying presents for his entire office complex because he's sending out all these memos. Mm. So how much does a cheap pile of perfume from Walmart cost you? 20, 25 bucks? I don't know. How many of those are you? So you're spending about 20, 25 bucks per person for like 30 people maybe? That goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Then all then as Dan Aykroyd was talking, hey, look, you know, we go around, we exchange presents. That's what we do. So you're going to exchange presents with all those neighbors at twenty twenty five dollars a present for mm-hmm. all those neighbors and all those kids? Yeah, it's it's clearly six thousand dollars. Hundred bucks for a tree. Hundred bucks, yeah, hundred bucks for a tree. Uh, a weird looking uh, police calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. With all Mr. that stuff. Busey laid out on a car. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so gross and weird. Yikes. <laughs> I love that it's Gary Busey's son. Yeah. I know. I, love it. I, I know, love it. but it was so creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy. But, you know, for us, I mean, our family, we did the math a few years ago, and we were buying presents for, like, parents and stuff that we're spending, like, 100 bucks per person. We're like, we got to stop this. Mm-hmm. So we went to kids are off limits. Buy whatever you want for the kids. That's great. Adults, we now do draw names out of a hat and see. And I guess bucks. for me, you know, we don't come from a big family. Yeah, and you know, we don't have a mm-hmm. we don't have a house mm-hmm. to decorate outside. So when I saw that total, I was like, Holy. I wouldn't. I I would be wow. I think you're underselling yourself, especially if you're buying twenty five dollar presents for your entire office. You're throwing a huge party. Yeah, because you're gonna you're. <laughs> Although they're saving money on the ham that they're buying because it's a canned <laughs> ham. You need to spend a little bit more on they that. They slaughter a pig for it. Um, and if you're having all these people over, you're going to need more than a canned ham for that. Um, so, yeah, I could see about six grand because they're spending $100 on a tree. They're, they didn't get a fake one for 100 bucks that's lasted them 20 years. Because that's what you do. You just hand trees off to people. Yep. Well. So, I mean, that's just that's what happens. So, yeah, I could see that. And see where they're coming from. But, yeah, everybody is shocked. Oh, they're buying Christmas cards. The, the finest Christmas cards that Chicago has to offer. And uh, <laughs> the small bit. So I wrote down, people are upset uh, that the Christmas Eve party is canceled. Like, they have no clue what they're going to do. Oh, my gosh. Where, where, where am I going to go for Christmas Eve? No. Oh. Spend it with your family. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Maybe go to church. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I do, Chris? No, I, I work at a church, and that's my Christmas Eve is spent with a Subway sandwich and in between services. That's absolutely my, right. exactly. <laughs> that's what happens. Um, uh, small businesses are possibly going under. <laughs> you know, the, well, yeah, I put that like with everyone that. was like, <gasps> "You're not buying Christmas and so, oh, Wow, I just didn't. And this is again, this what is these Chicago. People, what have these, these people moved? I mean, it's like the entire infrastructure. The town would be like a ghost town. It, it's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, Guess. Boy Scouts are disappointed slash almost in tears <laughs> <I know. laughs> at the prospect of 
not selling this tree. And, and by the way, I looked at that tree that they're trying to sell them, clearly half dead. Absolutely. <laughs> it was awful. Well, like, and I, at that, at that, okay, and they sold all of their trees that they bought anyway. Because remember, he shows up at the end yeah. and he buys that one. It's like they sold, they sold the tree to someone. So who cares? So who cares? They still made a profit. I, this is again. I think this is where this is where I think all of us start suspending reality. Well, this whole movie was a pile of crap. But but <laughs> no, I said crap. I could say crap. <laughs> but but it but it totally totally was because it's like. Nobody cares that much. No. no. Nobody cares that much. I mean, no. I guess I know, I know they have to be over the top for the sake of being over the top, but that's why I th- that's why I think this movie gets a 5. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, this is in Chicago. We all live in the Chicago area. There are Jewish folks, there are Hindu, Buddhist, right. Muslim, there are people all over that you don't see um, a massive Christmas celebration. Like on our block, as you guys were driving up, I don't know if you saw the luminaries yeah. that come mm-hmm. down. So uh, the first Friday in December, they put up a luminary all the way down our street. And yep. it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is awesome. Um, but they, they do it just because it's the holiday season. You know, it's like we're just doing it to do it. We're not, you know, promoting Christmas or anything, but just – it's the holiday season. season. Yeah, it's just it's a season of of yeah, just, of happiness and hope. Yeah, and I look at it and go, oh, isn't that pretty? Because it is. You're coming home. You're like, oh, that's right. It's luminary night. Yay! And so all the way down our street, about a mile long, these luminaries go. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, they, they're upset neighbors, and like not just slightly upset neighbors. They are livid. Yeah, and like snarky. And riding on their front lawn, free Frosty, free Frosty. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. So, so it says Frosty is like this, this decoration that they put up, and every year and every house, every house has every this. house puts it up. Now, I've seen places where, um, places by my mom's house, they each have a little Christmas tree. It's only like two feet high, but and it's it all has the same lights on it, mm-hmm. so kind of showing solidarity. I don't know what it's supposed to do. Community, community, but a big ass snowman. What the heck? I was thinking. <laughs> all right, I, you, we we have this in our area too, and I, I do think about this town and maybe this block or whatever. But we have a couple of streets nearby where the whole street they do it, they do it upright. I mean, I don't know if I call it right, but but they all have to chip in and put a lot of money into their yeah. light display. I mean, the whole block, like there's one they call Candy Cane Lane. You know, I think there's probably like three of them in my area, but. But I think about that. I think about what if the one family moved in? They're like, crap, we don't have like $9,000 yeah. to blow this year mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I mean, dad lost his job. Eh? You know yeah, what I, yeah. I mean? That, that would, would, would the town walk around and be like, those guys are so horrible. They won't, <laughs> you know, they'd be like, oh, man, I'm sorry about that. You know, maybe well, you can have some of our lights and we'll chip out on your bill. Yeah, and I just don't see that. I just don't. See I see it any... going the other way around. But I mean, I, I don't see it. Don't like see this, people like carry. Movie. This much, yeah. Oh, that was that was just the awful part about it. Well, I mean, it's okay to care, but yeah, we'll say that. I mean, to the degree that these people took it, you know, I think if I said, "Hey, look, you know, we're kind of foregoing Christmas this year. Mm -hmm. We're we're gonna take a vacation, and that's what we're gonna do." I honestly don't think people would care. No. Oh, good for you. Yeah, be like, (laughs) have fun. Have fun. Go for it. 
I mean, you guys we're not going to put up decorations. Great. Good for you. I, I Again, like you were saying, Eric, this is so to the extreme. It's unbelievable. Like, it's not even close to believable. We're like the... Um, uh, the uh, the cops are selling these calendars, and they're like disappointed that mm-hmm. these people don't buy. Well, you bought a calendar last year. Mm-hmm. How do you honestly know who bought a calendar from you last year? <laughs> and then you're disappointed that they don't buy your five dollar calendar. Really? Wow. Really? Because how much money are you making off of that? I've done fundraisers a lot, and out of that calendar, you're probably making a quarter. You're not making much. And when you're selling Christmas trees, you're making pennies on the dollar for those. They're not big money makers. Right. You want that, like, you're better off doing, like, cash stuff as opposed to selling stuff. Because mm-hmm. you're buying the Christmas tree for probably 50 bucks and selling it for 55 60 So, I mean, it's just crazy how much these people care. And then... Absolutely. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I mean, and, and honestly, honestly if, if you haven't told by just us hearing it, that's the plot of the movie. Yeah, this, this is this is, this is the plot. Whole movie. Like, like with that, with the exception of maybe the last like half hour of well, fifteen twenty minutes yeah, of the movie. The whole the movie is people upset at these people because they decide to go on a vacation for Christmas, right. not do anything for Christmas, and everybody gets awful about it and then sprinkle in a little bit of slapstick here and there yeah very sprinkle and just and just dumb gags and there's your plot yep that's it so um there's a part where they go (laughs) they go to the tanning salon where jamie lee curtis is in a bathing suit and all i wrote was yikes Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't a very flattering no, suit. No, it was not a flattering suit. And there was a handicapped person that came in. Yeah. Kinda, was he handicapped? I think he was. Or just awkward. Yeah. It, 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 I think he was handicapped. That's what I came away with. Like, I think he's handicapped. And it was just really, like, out of place. Yeah. I would agree. I'm sure. I wonder if, like, these are the, those, some of those things, because we haven't read the book. I wonder if in the book there was more of a, like, oh, yeah, wait, we're going to put that person in. Yeah, maybe he had a bigger role, but he did not have a big, and it just felt really out of place. And then there's this priest who is clearly oogling Jamie Lee Curtis, like he's never seen somebody in a bathing suit before. And Might not have. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis in it at her age, not not happening. Um they have carolers and neighbors coming outside their house singing carols, trying to, like, coerce them into celebrating Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then um, that one of the gags that I actually did chuckle at was when Tim Allen sprayed the driveway with the water and all the carolers kind of fell down. And then it lost me when Jamie Lee went sliding down the end. And then saw the frozen cat. That was... And <laughs> yep. that... It went as far as the caroler, carolers falling, and that was it. Yep. Because they like, went too far. <laughs> and then they took it to the next level. You're like, why? You could have just done that and done like a little montage of him. Do, like, the, you saw it coming when the mailman slipped on it, and I was just waiting for it. And it was, I was like, <laughs> that's funny. And that was it. That was all I, I said. Yep. Um, the other gag that they did that I actually did chuckle a little bit, because it was Tim Allen being Tim Allen, was the Botox gag. When he's trying to drink, oh. he's like. But the, see, but and to me that I was like, okay, you got Botox on your forehead. 
and you can't chew fruit. Did you also have dental work done? Uh, to me, it was he sold it. It wasn't like sometimes when you do a Botox gag, it's real quick. He sold it for a good five minutes. And yeah, it was long, but it came back around, I think, at the end. I was, I was chuckling at the end. So they, I, it's okay. like that. I, I, I look at it as the, um, if you guys see Monsters University. Mm-hmm. Where that, that snail guy's like, I'm going to be late for class. And he's trying to run, but he's a snail. So he's like going real slow. And it's awkwardly, it's like, okay, you could have cut that off at like two seconds, but you did it for like 20 and it kind of came back around and was funny again because mm-hmm. you did it for so long. That's kind of how I that's, felt. That's how the, family, that's that's how the family guy think... does most of yes. his stuff. <laughs> and I think I get that. Four... <laughs> 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 for, for literally 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, the so, Con- Conway Twitty gag never gets oh, old. Never, I love never. that one. I hate that. <laughs> it's, it's like it's so long. That's, that's how they end every. Mr. Oh. Conway Twitty. <laughs> I'm like, no. All right, I'm changing the channel. <laughs> Fast forward. It's literally two minutes. It's way too long. It's a whole freaking Conway Twitty song. I know. Uh, all right. So the daughter Blair is coming home for Christmas, and she's bringing home a new fiance. That I guess she knew before. They dated or something. Dated, in college. But yeah, this is way too soon. Well. Yeah. Kind know. of a. So did they date in college? That's I what I thought. I didn't get that part. As it's like they. It was a one-off. To, yeah. Kind of. Well, here's quickly how it's okay. Yeah. And then yeah, they yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. Remember, this is a family film, so we knew each other before. We weren't checking up during this. Uh, little pe- we're in separate cabins court. yeah yeah that's how it worked uh, separate tents so uh gosh so uh jamie lee curtis and tim allen wind up having this party they go to get a tree and the, these same guys that came to their house they jack up the price from 15 dollars to 75 dollars. all right at the end of the day who is worse and i, I forgot to mention this before is it the cranks who want to, yeah, they're shunning some people. Um, they're going on a cruise. They're not donating as much. They're still donating to the children's hospital. They're donating to the church. Um, but they're not doing all the little things. They're not decorating. Or is it the field? The field being everybody else in this film. Everybody else. Everybody else. And I think it comes down to, like we've talked about before, the likability of the characters. Mm-hmm. I didn't like anybody in this movie. No, they're no. all horrible. No one people. had any redeeming qualities. <laughs> I had no one to root for. No, and that's where that's what we've talked about before mm-hmm. in in movies that are so awful is that you don't care about anybody. No, and they don't give you a reason to care about them or root for them. Yeah, there's not one protag or one antagonist. The antagonist is, I think, this supposed to be the cranks because they're. They're shunning Christmas or whatever. But I look at the antagonist as the field. Everybody else in this film is awful people yep. that have completely lost Absolutely. sight of what Christmas mm-hmm. is. Is Christmas giving money to the church? Is it um, giving presents to the kids and giving them a nice holiday season? Is it putting up a giant snowman that you have to have? Is it, what you know... Just because you spent money on yourself, does that mean you haven't given to charity or whatever throughout the rest of the year? I I don't know. So these people are just awful. 
Yep. And they're supposed to be Boy Scouts and like <laughs> proud of themselves. Yeah, everybody in this movie's awful. They're all high and mighty. So, um, hey, speaking of high and mighty people, <laughs> remind me who are the neighbors across the street? Were they his parents or were they just neighbors? Just neighbors. Just, okay, because because I I felt like the way he was demeaning him, like a lot of the movie, I was like, oh I was yeah, like, are, are they one of his? Hey, old man, like you're, like both like, of them, thirty years older than he is, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. They were just cranky neighbors. Okay. So um so Tim Allen ends up he borrows this tree from a neighbor and uh cuz this neighbor is going out of town for a couple days and What? So, He's going out of town? What a horrible person. Why Is he going to be there for Christmas? Probably not going to be there for the Christmas party. He's going out of town. Go to see his in-laws. Oh, that's unacceptable. Um, so these, why did they get on him? Cause the movie wouldn't have been as fun. Cause he was the only African American character in this film. And they no, can't, no, no, I don't think that was it. No, no, he Sorry. was though. I know. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so the neighbors across the street while, um, so the, uh, the neighbor that Alan's borrowing the, the tree from, they leave. So Tim Allen's in his house, and their neighbors across the street with binoculars and phones or walkie-talkies or whatever. This is like the burbs all over again. No, it was. Oh, it was. Um, so then they call the cops. He gets arrested um, mainly because, and they admit that he didn't buy their $5 calendar. Because they go, I guess you should buy a calendar next time. What? Wow. Mm. Down the street, then someone is like... Mm murdering somebody yeah else, seriously you know? like, oh kids being kids <laughs> <laughs> yikes so yeah like it's you guys stabbed kinda, a dude yeah <laughs> again this town has nothing going on some they think they have everything going on but they got nothing going on because it's like christmas there's no redeeming only. qualities of any of these no. people no. No. um so curtis loses a canned ham and i underlined canned uh, that she overpays for, and there's mm. that's a hilarious that's a hilarious gag, ha ha ha, of her chasing Gosh. the canned ham down the street, and then it gets squashed by the truck, ha ha. Oh my gosh. Um, so then they get back to the house, and the neighborhood pitches in to reluctantly help them out, and Dan Aykroyd goes on this spiel of, "We're doing it for the daughter. We're not doing it for the." cranks because they're hor- it's like but he's such a jerk who would even want to i don't know rally behind him uh, again. again everyone is a jerk in this movie yeah there's no redeeming person um who are the real cranks That's right. <laughs> christmas with who right. um so alan gives a pretty bad toast at the party um he still pushes curtis to go on the cruise but she refuses to go um at the end of the movie then alan gives a cruise to the neighbor uh the old folks, you know, because uh, the wife is sick with cancer and it could be her last Christmas. The end. Yep. That's your Christmas story. Oh. <laughs> I kind of feel. I kind of feel like though. Okay, so this movie proves that every year they have to make a new Christmas movie. Okay, hold that thought. Oh, hold that thought. I'm holding. We're going to talk about. Let's Please. do. Let's bounce over, um, and let's do our. Box office game! $70 million. I'll go with 100 just to see if I can get there. Um, I'm going to say 30 The scary movies cost nothing to make. Yeah. 25 It was in the top three for its opening weekend. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go 
The correct answer is $8.1 million. Literally almost a year later before it shows up in the U.S. Just know that they spent $50 million on this movie. I'm saying five. I should start blogging. Okay. The budget for this film was $60 million. What? $60 million. It had to be that they had to pay all the people in the movie. I mean, they obviously paid all the people, but I mean the the quote unquote star, star yeah, the, in the this movie. second tier. They, they and they had a lot of second tier actors and yeah, actresses that have been film. like that have been uh, top bills in in their own movies. Yes, right. Um. So what, Eric? Sixty. So sixty million dollars. Sixty million dollars. Did this come out around Christmas time? Uh yes, like November ish. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm going to say they broke even. They got $60 million. Uh, I'm thinking they did more. I think they did maybe $75, We'll say 80 Going to go with 80 The correct answer, Amber. <gasps> I won, and that also sickens me. $96 million this movie made. Didn't make that much more. <laughs> Didn't make that much more. Well, Tim, Tim, Tim Allen was kind of in 04. Tim Allen was, he was doing a lot of stuff. He was. Um, but was it like the only Christmas movie to come out at that time? That I don't know. But let's talk about this. Um, so I, I just... Notice, really quick, notice how Amber didn't get any bells ringing because this movie was so no. awful. So awful. Every, <laughs> she's, everybody here's a loser for having watched this film. Yes, it's true. It's very um, true. So... Here's here's my thought. As I was watching this movie, oh sorry, I'm playing footsie with Eric under the table. Um, here's my thought as I was watching this film. I think the goal is to create a classic. Okay, now just suspend this film for a second. The goal is to create a classic that gets um, TV play, that gets mm-hmm. on your 25 Days of Christmas. That gets you royalties for the next 50 years. Okay. That's what I think you get with Christmas movies now. Is that's the goal. Is you want to be the next big thing. Because recently there have... I mean, you've got your classics. It used to be, I want to watch It's a Wonderful Life and The Old Miracle on 34th Street. And those are my films, and that's what I want to watch. And I would be very happy with watching those. But recently, in the last, let's say, 35 years, you've also got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, which gets played for 24 straight hours. Mm -hmm. The new Miracle on 34th Street with uh, um, John Ossenmacher, whatever his name was, which was really good. The guy from Jurassic Park. Right. Um, which I, I really did enjoy that one, which is hard to remake a classic, by the way. Yep. Um, did I mention National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yep. Elf. Elf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what other ones? Um, the Polar Express. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There are some people that Jim absolutely Carey. hate the movie version. But there's a... Th- but there's a ton that do. I'm just saying. And, I think you're either or. And... But what I'm talking about is getting the massive air plan that 25 Days yeah, of Christmas that's true. that ABC has, and you are talking about royalties again for the next X amount of years. Um, Bad Santa, 
gets a lot of airplay on Comedy Central around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Santa Claus, the original one, gets a <laughs> lot of airplay this time of year. So that is what you're hoping to have. You've caught lightning in a bottle, okay? And basically you're able to make money on it by not doing a darn thing and making a killing on these movies. Right. Because they don't cost a lot to make. Right. Maybe the Polar Express did because it was all CGI stuff. But you're talking about a movie that's going to turn into basically a, a an instant classic that people are going to watch for a month straight and pay royalties. And you just sit there collecting checks from ABC, NBC. I mean, you want that Charlie Brown Christmas special, all that stuff, that claymation crap, mm-hmm. which I watched the other day. I'm like, this is garbage still, but people watch it because all the time. Because it tugs at people's heartstrings. Yeah, yep. and that's what you want. You want to create that. Some, and they're still getting royalties off of a $20 claymation thing that they made years mm-hmm. ago. So, but you also have, while you have your winners... You also have your losers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had a couple of them. Four Christmases. Yep. Vince Vaughn and uh, Reese Witherspoon. I would agree with you. That's that's Vince Vaughn. It is at my boycott time. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the start of the Vince Vaughn boycott. Why are you you boycotting Vince Vaughn? He just always does the same thing in this movie. What do do I got to do? You want to dance with me? You want to talk a little? Vince Vaughn, why are we gonna why are we gonna bring Make Vince me Vaughn? a bicycle clown. Why are we gonna, why are we gonna do this, Vince Vaughn? I'm just I'm just trying to come in. Why why are we why are we getting on Vince Vaughn? And after that one, Fred Claus, starring Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> Strike two, Vince. Sorry. You better redeem yourself. You better not screw up True Detectives, Vince Vaughn. If you're listening, if you screw up True Detectives, <laughs> I'm gonna be so pissed. I'm Santa, so pissed. The Santa Claus two and three. Two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin, uh, Martin Short screws up things too. Oh, he does. He has. A I I love him in Captain Ron. I love yeah. Captain Ron, but he screws up movies. Martin Short, stop. Yeah. Um, and oh. then here's a stay tuned for next year, and we're going to do this film, The Nutcracker in 3D, which both of you is it live thinking, action? Is it? It is live action Ugh. with a lot of CGI. Ugh. Is it, it like Beowulf then? No, because Beowulf was all CGI. This is live action with a lot of CGI. (laughs) So you're talking about people trying to capture that same thing and missing horribly. Arthur Christmas, I think, was another one Um, that was bad. That was just a, a... Flat out. What about Jingle All the Way? You remember that with Schwarzenegger? (sighs) I want to mention that one. But see, some people. Some people really really like that film. And I go back and forth. Again, but uh, Jingle All the Way meets your 25 Days of Christmas thought process because it's on there. Right. You know, and that's I think what you want. So every so every year, people are people are coming up because I was looking. I was like 2004, 2004. Why is this something? Well, the year before Elf came out. And I was thinking, like, I was just trying to think of, like, what what Christmas movie has been kind of schlopped out. You know, it's like a cafeteria every, oh, it's November, Christmas movie, Christmas movie. You know yeah. what I mean? And some years, like, oh, this is great. Right. I mean, we, I so I before I left the house, and, and Jeff, if I'm jumping the gun, please stop me. But before no. I left the house, I talked to my wife and said, quick, right at the top of your head, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And she's like, uh, Elf or White Christmas. Just okay. straight up. She said both of those. So you've got... The 
the spectrum of White Christmas, older, super classic, super great classic. Movie, love it's it. another classic movie classic. that we could have thrown in there, or Holiday Inn, or something like that. Oh. Yep, yep, it's another good one. <laughs> great or, the, but that's like older. You know, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, along that list of, of movies that for thirty years, those were like the four. Yeah, that you had. Mm-hmm. And now there's this wave of it's literally, and I do my uh, Rob Lowe Parks and Rec, literally <laughs> hit or miss. Literally. Literally hit or miss. And it's like they don't go middle of the road. It's either this is Elf yep. or it's Christmas with the Cranks. Yep. It is um, Polar Express or it is Fred Claus. Right. There is not. There has not been one that's like. You know what? It's okay. It's not. It, no. It's it either, it's either is or. great and is a instant classic, or it sucks. Yep. And I I think they're just trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Yep. Because you, like I said, you want those royalties because it's free money. Oh, it totally is free money. Mm-hmm. So all right, let's go around. Let's. Why do you th- Why do you think artists do Christmas albums? Oh, because number money. one. They pay no royalties for it. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. all the songs that they look at, unless they write it, are all public domain songs. That's right. right. I mean, seriously. You're just like, uh, I'm going to do a Christmas album. I mean, the worst one I... Okay, the worst Christmas album I ever heard was Bob Dylan's Christmas album. <laughs> that oh, was, my God. Bob oh, Dylan. I mean, I, that was just... Awful. I mean, it, it, it was. It was... Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but again, it goes that it, it goes that same it goes that same thing. I mean, I mean, this time of year it's like, oh man, we make a little bit of extra coin doing a Christmas thing. So, case in point, us doing Christmas podcast, we're gonna make an extra dollar doing it. Yeah. So next year when you re-air it, we don't have to do this again. That's, right. Like, that's right. That's right. Royalties. You know who? I, I was actually looking through the seven ninety nine holiday albums on iTunes mm-hmm. this last week. Seth MacFarlane did one. <laughs> that and doesn't it's surprise not me. Not bad. It doesn't surprise me when 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 they're singing and whatnot on yeah. Family Guy. I thoroughly enjoy it. He's got a great crooner voice. He does. So it sounds like why not? Why not? It, yeah, he does. And again, and he, all actually, he actually knows a money. lot of songs. He does. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's got a decent voice. He got a good crooner voice going, and it's uh, it, when you close your eyes, it, it's. You could just say it's Brian, it's Brian. singing <laughs> singing Christmas songs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, th- that's that's basically why everybody does Christmas. So it, okay, so let's go let's go around. Let's say our favorite Christmas movie. Eric, how about you? Can we can we do can we do one better? Because I yeah. have two. Okay, I have, and I have, and I have I, three. I have to go old. And new. I have to go okay. old and new. All right, let's old do and old and new. Favorite oldie. Okay. New right. would be the last thirty years. Okay. Um, my favorite old one, and I actually just got hooked on this one because of my wife, and is White Christmas. Love White Christmas. Okay, it's going. Amber, how about you? Favorite oldie? White Christmas. Always has been. It's great. It's fantastic. I love Bing and the dresses <laughs> at the end. I want one. I want one, and I want it in my closet, and I want to wear it. That's that's my seventy percent girly. Was she? Okay, this is your seventy percent girly. Uh, I know the lines from it. I love that movie. I know. I'm going to say mine is the old Miracle on 34th Street. That's a good one. I That's love a that good one, one, too. I mean, I, I can't get I love that, that Santa Claus. Yes. I he's do. He's a very good Santa Claus. Um, 
All right, new last thirty years, Eric. Oh, you know what? You know what I'm already saying. I mean, it's the same as I just said earlier. It's Elf. I love Elf. Absolutely love Elf. Amber. Well, it's a toss-up for me. Okay. Because when we're talking about Christmas movies, we talk about our kind of our history and our feelings about things, mm-hmm. and you know, all the family stuff. My dad's favorite Christmas movie was National Lampoon's. He. I have never seen him laugh so hard as as when Clark Griswold was shooting down the hill on the metal sled. <laughs> oh yeah, or the metal you know thing, and um, so so that always holds a, a very dear place in my heart. And the squirrel in the tree. And yep. So always, always, and I hear his laughter, and that's what the holidays do. Right. You know, they bring that up. So that's that's one. But also Elf. I. I <laughs> yeah. I know him. Yeah, Elf is it was up there for me, but I really think I'm gonna have to go with the Christmas story. Oh yeah, I, I love a Christmas. I'm that's so that's so I'm good not, too. I'm not surprised by that, Jeff. And I and I put it off. I don't watch it until the 24 straight hours. Yep. And you watch it for? And I watch it. And I used to watch it um, when they started doing that. I was still uh, living at home, and my sister and I would stay up and watch it like f- two or three times on Christmas Eve. And we would just watch it, and that that brings back memories for me too. And just did you know he was in Elf? Ralphie, yes, Ralphie yes. was in Elf. He was the who was he? He was like the the head Elf, quote unquote, the one that walks around. It's like, oh, you're yep. a little bit below your quota. Oh, he I was didn't in know he that. was in Elf. Yeah, him and Favreau are like BFFs. Yeah, they are. He's actually been because he was in Swingers. Couples Retreat. Couples Retreat. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're like BFFs. So okay, so that's kind of gonna do it for our holiday season uh next week don't put away f- the tree yeah put away the tree everybody <laughs> take down your lights <laughs> reduce your electric bill yes uh so <laughs> it's always depressing putting away christmas stuff i'm not gonna lie it is, it is. it's like oh man the house is bare especially <laughs> especially living in chicago because it gets the weather gets worse between january and february yeah. i can deal with bad weather snow is magical sorry, until Jeff. christmas, christmas. <laughs> and then it's yeah just and then it's awful then it's like oh gosh. it's until like may Summer. anymore that it we was, have crappy weather in times, may yeah. this year. so that's what i was saying it's like from november to may now that we have crappy weather so after christmas there's really nothing to look forward to yeah it's just when i see a mammoth next year i'm gonna be upset <laughs> Just, oh. uh, well, I expected that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to do it for us. Uh, next week, we are going to do our 2014 uh, Chris, our end of the year spectacular. Not Christmas. Spectacular. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to try very, 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 very hard to not give spoilers uh, for that episode. But we're going to give out some awards. Awards including uh, Best Picture, Worst Picture. Uh, best performance, worst performance, biggest surprise, as in like, oh, I thought this movie was going to be garbage and it was really good. Or uh, the last category, biggest disappointment, which was I kind of had high hopes for this film and it blew. So those are going to be some of our categories. We have done nothing but watch 2014 uh, movies as they come out. Uh, Guys, we are toiling <laughs> over some of these for you. Um and we're watching them all the. I know I was have been watching some of them all so, the way through. So many, I just <laughs> going, wanted to turn off. Uh, I do this for the fans, the tens of you listening out there. We do it for you. <laughs> I know some of these movies have probably already come out in your country <laughs> three years ago, but they are the first time we are seeing them here in the United States, and there's a reason that they've taken a year to get here. Yeah, we've had to do some research because sometimes. Uh, Eric mentioned this before the we started this. Like, you know, some of these came out like 
2013, like in Korea. Yeah. But what's the cutoff? I'm like, I don't know, dude. So please, it out. please know as we're talking about these movies, they came from this year, yes. calendar year yes. in the so US. We, so. we tried to get released in the US this year, somewhat close to it. So that'll be next week. We hope you guys have a great holiday. Um, yeah, uh, I'm Jeff, and then there's Eric. See you later. And Amber. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye.